Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast is the hottest, grown, and sexy relationship conversation piece out of the Queen City. No relationship matter is off limits. Sex, marriage, love, betrayal, dating, sign pieces, adultery, religion, and finances are all a part of the discussion because your relationship matters. Now, here's your host, the Diva, Angela Porto Real. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast. Thank you for stopping in and stopping by to the hottest, grown and sexiest adult conversation piece out of Charlotte, North Carolina, aka the Queen City. I am the Diva of Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast. My name is Angela Portareal. And I want to thank you for stopping by because we got some things we need to talk about. Yes, I hope that you guys are having an amazing week so far. And if you are not having such a good week, I need you to press through, move forward. Okay, keep praying. I need you to continue to do the right thing by yourself and others. Okay. Okay. And find a way to turn that situation around if you are not having a good week thus far. Just know that next next week shall come. And it is my hope that it will get better for you, okay? We're all going through something, honey. Life is happening to everyone. So if you're not having such a good week right now, I need you to stay tuned. Because next week, next week may bring something different, okay? So again, I want to thank you for tuning in to Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast, the hottest conversation piece with the realest information out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Again, my name is Angela Potareal, and I'm so excited to talk to you today. I want to thank all of you who have been rocking with me, my A1s from day ones, and I definitely want to give a shout out and say hello to all of my new followers um, and new supporters. Thank you. Welcome to my platform. And here's what you need to know in advance. I will never come on this mic having mindless conversations or I will never saturate your podcast feed with mindless banter. When I step to the mic, you best believe I have something to say. There's content that needs to be talked about. So it is my hope that when you see a notification that the diva is going live or that I've surprised you with a brand new episode, that you'll look forward to it because you know, you know, I got something to say. Okay, so thank you for your support. I'm so excited. I'm so blessed. I feel so grateful for all of you. I do not take your support, your likes, your follows uh, for granted. If you haven't had an opportunity, if you have not had an opportunity to follow me on social media, make sure that you check me out on um, Instagram. My Instagram handle is Diva Speaks, the underscore sign official. Again, follow me on Instagram. It is where I deliver my daily dosage of relationship supplements. You know, I... I post content that'll make you laugh, make you think, will cause you to debate if you choose to. But definitely conversation pieces, inspirational, motivational, all of that, I deliver to my Instagram page. So again, make sure you follow me on Instagram. I have a Facebook page as well, which is Diva Speaks Relationships TV. Uh, My Facebook handle, if uh, you just go by handles, is True Diva Speaks. I'm also on TikTok. Uh, my TikTok handle is Diva Speaks Relationships and the number one. Again, Diva Speaks Relationships and the number one. Yes, yes. Um, so with that being said, if you have not heard, okay, the diva and her conversations have been televised. Honey, the diva is on TV. Yes, you can find me on TV. That's right, honey. That's right. I'm so grateful. Guys, I am living the dream. I am living my dream okay but don't let all of that fool you i got a testimony not ready to share it yet but believe me when i tell you that it's coming okay but 
If you're interested in the Diva Speaks Relationships talk show as well, Diva Speaks Relationships Ministry, I have my own Roku channel. So you can find me on Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel. Um, if you have a Roku television, make sure that you add it. That's right. It is um, increasingly becoming a fully evolved um, channel with movies and sitcoms and, you know, R&B, all of that, as well as the content that I create here. So make sure that you add the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel to your Roku television. You can also find my talk show on Creole TV Roku channel. Creole, C-R-E-O TV. They have a Roku channel, so I'm there as well. As well as the Access 21 Roku channel. That's right. Still rocking with Access 21. Um, for those of you that don't know, Access 21 is the local public access television uh, station here in Charlotte, North Carolina. So every second and fourth Friday of the month, Access 21 airs my show at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you may be asking, Diva, why so late? Because, honey, this is adult content, okay? Don't know kitties need to be watching, and what I got to say needs to be aired after 9 p.m., okay? So don't be tussling with the Diva. But anyway, getting back to that, Access 21 airs my show on every second and fourth Friday of the month at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via live stream from their website, which is tvaccess21.com. You can also find it at Spectrum Cable. If you have um, cables through Spectrum, Channel 21, every second and fourth Friday of the month, same time, and AT&T U-verse Channel 99, same time, same dates. So make sure that you check it out. And all of that is through Access 21. So um, I hope that you guys will stay tuned, stay connected, and definitely if you haven't plugged in, plug it in. And when you get there, stay plugged in. All right. I have a website. The website address is diva-speaks-official.com. And I'm saying dash the symbol, not the word. Don't type it out. Don't be cute. Diva-official- no, diva-speaks-official.com. Make sure you check out the website if you watch any of the television shows, if you're able to catch one. It's always at the beginning and the end of the show, and you can find it on my social media pages. Should you want to reach out, inbox me, ask a question, or simply drop me a line or two. It's available for you. All right. So I, um, I think it's time we get down to business. All right. Let's talk about some things. Temptation. Temptation. There's a lot to be said about temptation. We have biblical accounts of temptation. We have biblical instructions as to what to do about temptation. We have movies that have been made about temptation. We see it in on the big screen, we see it on uh, television, movies, sitcoms, shows. We see it in everyday life. It's just a part of the human experience is to have some type of temptation, whether that is you're tempted to overeat, you're tempted to gossip, you're tempted to lie on someone, you're tempted to lie to someone about anything or everything. You're tempted to spread gossip. You're tempted to steal. You're tempted to slap someone or assault someone in your moments of anger, in your moments of weakness. We all have dealt with temptation in some area of our life and at a time where it was hard to resist temptation. But today, my friends, I want to talk to you about temptation as it relates to relationships and how it impacts relationships yeah, I think it's time to talk about it. I don't know if you've heard or if you've been living under a rock and it somehow escaped you about the situation at the Oscars. And I want to talk about two, two specific parts of what happened as it relates to what we're going to talk about today. You know, everybody's talking about that couple, the Smiths and Will walking up on stage and assaulting another man, I guess in an effort to defend his wife's honor. But when I thought about today's show, I thought about him being tempted by his emotions to act and not taking the time to think about 
the aftermath of it all. See, once you give in to, to temptation, a lot of people don't understand that you're acting on impulse and on emotion. And while those impulses and emotions will subside eventually, sometimes the consequences don't. Sometimes the results of what has happened, they linger for a while. They do. And it's unfortunate, right? That you have to live with the consequences of giving in to temptation. Not taking a minute to step back and think and allow the sting to die down. That's what happens when you act out impulsively. And I want to discourage that. We've watched over the last few days how people went from celebrating Mr. Smith as the conversations continued to pour in, celebrating him, to now some conversation circles are vilifying him. We've watched the fallout. We've watched how movie studios are halting projects, which equates to money, income, halting projects because they don't want to align themselves with a person who acted such a way in public on live TV. Yeah. We went from celebrating a man who was defending his his wife's honor to now looking at it totally different and I'm choosing to address the aspect of it of being tempted to act out to get your point across or act out because you were so overcome with emotion that you felt that you had to do something have you ever found yourself in a situation in your relationship where you felt something Or maybe not in your relationship specifically, but in life, and you felt like I had to act out, whether it was defending yourself. And before you could think, you had acted. Now, I know a lot of you that have tuned in expected me to talk about temptation as it relates to the other person. And we are, we're going to talk about that. But first, I want to talk about you. I want to talk about it from the other person's perspective. Yeah, I do. Because I find it necessary. You know, about a year ago, Jada had sat down with her husband. And she was explaining to him and the world how she found herself in an or condoning what she did or what she's done I'm simply going to walk you through something that could happen it's definitely a possibility okay it's not an absolute but it's a possibility I remember this woman saying as she was explaining to her husband why she'd done what she did she says I was at a point in my life that I wanted to feel good. I just wanted to feel good. It had been so long since I felt good. Wow. I remember hearing that. And I remember that statement resonating, resonating with me in so many ways, my friends. I don't know about you men, the men that um, listen to the show, because I don't ever profess to know how a man feels. 
But you know, since the show is from a woman's perspective, let me talk to you for a minute. As a woman, as a weaker vessel, according to biblical lingo, a weaker vessel, as someone who has lived many years and been through several relationships, I can tell you this, that um, there are times in a woman's life when you're in a relationship and by all accounts it could be a bad one in that particular season where you're not getting treated right where you're not being treated right where you're being dogged out on a consistent basis where you are being neglected you are being ignored you are being verbally abused you are being taken through the ringer let me tell you And despite your best efforts, despite all of your prayers, your sleepless nights, going to bed crying, waking up with a heavy heart, waking up with a heavy spirit, just having moments of uncontrollable crying and just not knowing what to do, feeling hopeless in the relationship, feeling hopeless that it will will ever get better, finding yourself the simplest of things, which is just to feel good again. You miss those moments where you could just smile and your heart could just have absolute joy. You miss those moments when you could think of the person that you're with and not feel sad. And you find yourself waking up wondering how the hell did we get here? You entertain the thoughts of leaving, but for various reasons, maybe you can't. No judgment here, no judgment. We're we're just talking, okay? But have you ever found yourself crying out to God to take that pain away, right? Have you ever been there, man or woman? Have you ever been so hurt by the person that you're with that you have cried out in anger? You've cried out in frustration. You've cried out. You poured your heart out because you don't understand. No matter your best efforts, ain't nothing getting better. Despite how much you've cried to God, you've cried by yourself, you've cried to them, you've pleaded, you've done everything but damn near get on your physical knees in bed for them to let up, to stop being relentless with the abuse, to stop being relentless with whatever they're doing to you. Have you cried out to God, God help me, give me some relief, I need release from this, this is too much, why, why, why? before I move forward if you're going through it now or if you've been through it you are not alone here's what I want you to know that when you are going through in your relationship or your marriage Especially for those of you who have been in an extended season of struggle, hurt, pain, and torment. When it's, when it's stayed with you, when that situation and that bad relationship or that bad marriage has went past a season. Now we're into a couple of seasons. I need you to know that you are the most vulnerable at this time for the enemy to come in and tempt you. Oh, temptation seems to be most effective when your relationship is on its last leg, when your relationship or your marriage is in shambles, when you feel like you have exhausted all efforts to get to a better place, to get and transition into a season of restoration and to revive the relationship of the marriage and despite every effort, every prayer, everything you could possibly do, you have now come 
to the realization that nothing is going to change, nothing is going to restore it, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm tired. I'm tired of you using me as your whooping board. I'm tired of going through this. I have reached the end of the road with this. I just want to feel good again. You know, sometimes when you say stuff out loud, your prayers make it to heaven. But the enemy is privy to those conversations as well. And you find yourself eventually in a situation where a person comes along in your life. your body has been yearning for they are feeding you and it feels like they are filling up your soul not only are they filling up your body with the ultimate pleasure but they are filling up every one of those areas that you have been neglected that have been untouched oh so this is so good i just cannot resist and who the hell wants to go back to that like i'm damned if i do and i'm damned if i don't you go from a person that's making you feel so bad and don't give a damn about you they don't put in the work they don't put in any work they don't put forth any effort they neglect you they ignore you your calls your presence you go from that to someone who's totally plugged into you and uh, they listen to you they want to hear what you got to say they make the effort they put in the work they want to see how you're doing what you're thinking about they want to spend time with you and uh, they're touching your body in all the right places and i'm talking about physically and spiritually and for the most part you don't think about the aftermath and the consequences because you're like I, I did everything I could do with said person they don't give a damn because if they gave a damn diva they wouldn't put me in this awful situation they wouldn't be doing what they're doing to me now they wouldn't have put me in a position to be right here receiving stuff that I'm getting but you know what did you make it any better for everything that you gained in that moment of giving in to temptation and indulging in that passion that ignited your body and it probably it probably woke some things up in you that you thought were dead or you didn't even know existed. For everything that you stand to lose, was that moment worth it? You have to ask yourself, if your partner, if the person that you're in a relationship with or your significant other finds out about what you've done, will you have impacted the relationship with more negativity, with more problems and issues than now? it can bear and it will ultimately crumble because it can't stand any more weight on it. Is it going to be worth it? Have you counted up the cost? Have you evaluated every imaginable consequence of you giving in to that temptation? And I know I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm a girl. <laughs> I'm a honey. I know what it's like. Jada said that we knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying what she did was right. No, no, no. A woman. 
compass. But I'm going to tell you this. Sometimes you can find yourself in a situation that you did not contribute to. That another person, because of their selfishness, because of their lack of self-control, they put you in. And because they gave in to, to temptation on their end, they put you in a spot. Because they have been indulging. They've been satisfying that flesh. They've been so preoccupied with their temptation that they have been neglecting you. They have been dogging you the hell out. They have been leaving you on a shelf, not giving a damn whether you withered away or not, not even focusing that the relationship with the marriage is dying. I need you to be well aware that when you are in a season of struggle, I can't say this enough. Temptation is the enemy's most effective tool to totally destroy it because you're so vulnerable. You're so vulnerable because of your need to be touched, because of your need for attention, because you're human too, because you didn't ask to be put in a situation where somebody cho chose to forget about And I know there may be somebody out there saying, well, you know what? I didn't ask for this. I'm just self-soothing, Diva. I get it. I told you I'm not judging you or anything like that. I, I get it. You, you're attempting to take control of your life. I get it. You're attempting to take control of your needs and, and get them met by any means necessary. But have you really counted all the costs? Have you counted on the guilt that's going to come with that? Have you counted on the aftermath of emotions of a guilty conscience and your moral compass and your relationship with our Heavenly Father. How it's going to impact that. Have you? Ask yourself, are you ready for the consequences of your spouse finding out when they do and things getting ten times think that we have reached a point and this is just from my personal observation people are having so many mindless conversations on social media uh, uh, social media about relationships the, the, the adversarial attacks and the combative nature the conversations the, the finger pointing the blame shifting all of that they're having except the ones that are necessary about the real things the real emotions that come with real relationships that people are experiencing every day talking about your weaknesses being able to be vulnerable and have a level of transparency with the person that you're married to and in a relationship with what do you struggle with babe? because whatever you struggle with is your weakness and I'm here I'm here to help you in whatever way I can so you can beat this thing so we can be successful in having not only a healthy relationship but a happy one but if you're never going to have the conversation about what your true weaknesses are, the things that you are tempted by, the things that you are tempted with, the attraction to certain people, places, or things, the vices that lure you to them, how will you ever, how will you ever be successful in beating it? And I want to speak to the couples who have a history of infidelity in your marriage or in your relationship. I'm not judging them. Better you than me. I, you know, I don't know how this is going to come out, but if you've chosen to stay with someone who has a history of infidelity, a history of adultery, a history of giving in to their temptation and satisfying their flesh with different individuals, you need to be having that conversation with them and with yourself. What is the attraction behind the temptation that keeps allowing them to give in to that temptation, to that person? 
Have you noticed? Is there a pattern with the type of person that they're cheating and stepping out on you with? You have to ask yourself that. I said, this is talking to the people that have a history of adultery and infidelity in their relationships. Is your person prone to cheating with a certain type of person? Is that their weakness? You need to have that honest conversation with yourself and with that person. And you know what? Can I go and take it a step further? If they're prone to cheating with, and this is just by example, I'm giving you an example. Being is from a woman's perspective. If they have a history that they have a pattern of cheating with maybe white women or Hispanic women, and you are neither, you have to ask yourself, and this is just an example, did you marry me because you wanted me, because you loved me, because I am the person you wanted to spend the rest of your life with? Or did you marry me out of convenience? Because clearly that is what you want because this is what you keep eating with. This is what you keep getting tempted with, by, and given in to. And having a real conversation means sometimes that you have to make a choice. Clearly I'm not what you're attracted to. Clearly I'm not what you want or I can't be everything that you desire because you keep giving in to a certain person, a certain type of person that looks a certain way. And then, has your old lady been stepping up? And if she's a serial cheater, is there a common denominator with the type of guys she's stepping out with? And if whatever your answer is, I need to ask you, If someone was to look at them and look at you, would they make a connection? Or is she cheating with what she really likes and married you for something else and now you're having to face the whole, the whole truth, nothing but the truth? Are you going to continue to live your life with someone who has no self-control? Who's going to keep putting you in these situations, feeling like you are now being placed in a season of temptation or a series of tempting events to get your needs met because they're out here thought-bopping around your city, thought-bopping around your town, giving no type of thought to how it impacts you, the relationship in your marriage. How much more will you take before you start to address it, to put a label on it? You cannot fix what you are unwilling to face. understand that um, everyone today is dealing with some type of temptation even outside of your relationship you know I started off the show by letting you know that you know everyone is challenged by some type of temptation but how well we all manage it depends on so many different variables including how emotionally and physically tired you are your mood your level of connection and social support and genetics, they all are variables. You gotta start counting the cost. And once you count the cost before you attempt to indulge, satisfy that flesh. Ask yourself if you're willing to risk it all. And I know, given the examples I've already used, the some may be willing to risk it because they have been 
abused and mistreated and neglected for so long that the thought of feeling good again overpowers them because they've said enough. I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. So while I'm being damned, I might as well. I might as well go get me some of this. I just want to be touched in a way that satisfies me and leaves me feeling like the like the woman that I am. And for the men, I know on some level, on some level, you can relate. But temptation is perfectly normal in all relationships. You know, sexual attraction is human, it's natural. Even, listen to me, even when you're committed to someone, temptation will always be there. Feeling drawn to another person doesn't mean that you don't love that person unless for some of you. <laughs> However, you know, when you decide to act on it, it could be deeply hurtful to that person and very and very well may lead to the end of your relationship or your marriage and for some of you rightfully so if you don't give any thought to how you give it into temptations going to impact your relationship or your partner you don't deserve and for those of you on the receiving end of somebody dogging you out and stepping out on the of the relationship if you're being put into a situation where now you are tempted to give in to temptation because they aren't they aren't doing their job they aren't doing right by you they aren't the person that you married they aren't the person that they were when you went into this thing and you're saying to yourself i didn't sign up for this bullshit you deserve better than a person that's going to put you into a situation like that you do but while we're talking about it let me go ahead and end it on this note guys let me give you a few ways on how to resist the urge to give in to, to, to temptation first you need to think about what's going to happen after you give in after you've got yourself a wet one or two think about what's going to happen after that think about the consequences and count the costs and be ready for it because after all you decided to dip your toes in that pool as delicious and just wonderful as it made you feel and it ignited in you something that you thought was long gone and you've been anticipating doing it over and over again it felt so goddamn good i need you to think about what's gonna happen i need you to put your energy back into yourself and the relationship if there's more good than bad And ask yourself, what do I think or what am I standing to gain if I give in to this temptation, if I give in to the flesh, if I keep giving in? How about that? What do you stand to gain beside a wedding? perspective how do I overcome temptation from a biblical perspective number one you got to be reconciled to God according to the Bible your first step in overcoming temptation is to turn to him in prayer repentance and faith okay number two you got to meditate on God's word Number three, you got to deny ungodliness in any type of environment that cultivates ungodliness. Avoiding tempting situation. Avoid Avoid people who give in to temptation and people that cheat. Hmm. Let me give you a true story. This has happened in my life. Once upon a time, I was married to a man toxic demonic friends and very early on I noticed that everyone in this particular circle cheated all the men cheated and they dogged out their wives 
and they function in this toxic environment and these toxic relationships. Now, by outward appearances, you would think that these people were living the American dream. By outward appearances, okay? But everybody in the group was cheating. And my husband would come back and tell me everybody's business at the time. This one was doing that, and this one was doing that. And we would have conversations, he and I, in private about these people. They were his friends. They were not my friends. Well, early on, I noticed that this wasn't a good fit for that particular marriage. I knew that something wasn't right about him. Because I figured that your friend circle is an indication of who you are. And how could you be friends and be so close with a group of people who goes against everything that our marriage stands for? And I, as time went on, the, the relationship deteriorated. And this particular husband showed his colors. Come to find out, make a long story short, he was just as bad or worse than the men in this friend group. This man was the most sexually promiscuous man in that city. This man was thought bopping so hard in the city that we lived in. He had uh, females out there in that city tattooing their names on their necks, their bodies, because he was out there doing what he was doing. And I remember him saying at one particular setting that I shouldn't punish him for what his friends do. Well, I shouldn't be that concerned because he was a grown man and he was perfectly capable of doing right by me in the marriage and that's not an indication of who he was and that what they did was none of his business and that's just what they do. But you know the scripture at 1 Corinthians 15, 33 tells us that bad association spoils useful habits and I knew at that time that if he was telling the truth, that if he was not a part of the, the adultery shenanigans of this group, that eventually something would rub off. I was right and I was wrong. He was definitely a part of it. He was guilty of it. He was just as filed when it came to our marriage as those men were. And that's why they were thick as thieves. He was a low down, dirty something. He was no good. Today I can talk about it. Today I can definitely talk about it. These men in this group gave in to temptation as if it was a sport. So going back to the point in overcoming temptation from a biblical perspective, you have to avoid tempting situations and friends who would encourage situations like that. Let me tell you that during that season of my life, I was the most miserable because I was married to someone during that, that particular marriage that did not honor the word of God, that did not value their marriage or their covenant, that chose their friends over me, that abused me, they bullied me. Um, it was just Talk about placing me. Had I been someone who was prone to giving in to temptation, I could have been tempted to step out myself because there was so much chaos and drama that it, it was definitely depressing. It was depressing at best. So avoid tempting situations and people that see no harm giving in to the flesh and have no self-control you gotta avoid it and definitely I need you to be very cognizant of the fallout be present and understand what you what you stand to lose if you give in what what could happen and sometimes even with a relationship or a marriage on its last leg this could be the thing that topples it over two wrongs don't make a right honey two wrongs don't make a so think about it. I know you want to feel good. Been there, done that. 
I tell you, I, I've been there, I've done that. But for those of you who are married, you know, marriage is such a beautiful thing. Oh, it's so beautiful. I need you to understand that this may very well be an attack of the enemy. I always say this during my shows and that, you know, temptation may be the enemy's device right now for one of the both of you in the relationship your marriage so you need to start having these candid conversations adult conversations about what things are you the most tempted by sit down and talk to each other and you can't get mad at what they're tempted by you got to be willing to sit there and listen so that the two of you can devise a plan on how to overcome temptation how to flee temptation how to stay away from certain situations that are more prone to have you give in to it what you got to do. Understand that we all sin and fall short of the glory of God, but in the same breath, you're going to reap what you sow should you step outside of those vows. Again, we're all facing some type of temptation in our lives, and I I get that um, if you've been in an extended season of struggle and things just don't seem to be getting better no matter what you've done, and you know that you've done everything you could, You've stood for the relationship, prayed, fought for it. You've done everything except walk out, except wash your hands of it. For whatever reason that you're choosing to stay in it, that's not our business. It's not my business. That's for you to figure out, decide, and deal with. But while you're still in it, you have to reap the consequences of your actions. And if feeling that good means so much to you, what are you going to do next when you're looking for that next fix? Will you find yourself in a cycle of having to feed that desire to feel good again? Will it become an addiction? Because you simply want to feel good. And some of you may be saying, Diva, I, I, I wish it was the person that I'm married to. I wish it's the person that I'm in a relationship with. Even when I'm, I'm getting pleasured with a person that I'm with and that I'm doing this with, I, I really wish it was, it was my wife. I really wish it was my husband. I really wish it was her. I really wish it was him. I really wish it was, but it ain't. They're not willing to do it. They're not willing to give me. They're ignoring me. They're doing all of these awful things to me, Diva. Listen, no one's here to fight you. Can't take away your experience or how you feel. I don't support getting dogged out, but let me tell you something, I understand what you're going through. That's a struggle and a tussle. You're fighting the flesh and you're fighting your morals. You're fighting the urge to quit, to walk away, and you're fighting the urge to run to something that could be a definite trap, a definite trap of the enemy. about what's going to happen if you continue to do this if you've already indulged and while they are plugged into your body or you are plugged into someone when it's all over with said and done and again when you're walking away with a wet one and you feel that you've been satisfied are more sleepless nights to come because your conscience is going to be whipping you the guilt is going to eat you away from the inside and cause you to be even more angry and disgruntled and be more difficult to deal with because now you've compacted your problem. You've added stress to an already vulnerable relationship. I need you to stop about what you're about to do or what you're about to continue to do because there are consequences that come with that. You deserve more than a life of misery. You deserve more than a life of continuous having to reap what you sow because you keep making bad decisions. You keep wanting to satisfy that flesh. You deserve more than that. Stop. Think about it. I hope that you all have enjoyed this particular episode of Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast. I try to keep it real with you, baby. My name is Angela Potteria, and uh, it 
has been my pleasure to speak with you on temptation. If you or someone you know has been dealing with it and struggling with temptation, because this was about you and not about your cheating partner, if you have been placed in a situation that has you wanting to give in to temptation, because we always want to talk about temptation as it relates to a cheating partner. Well, today we talked about temptation when you are on the receiving end of a partner who's not doing their part or playing their role in a relationship, how it impacts you and sometimes unfairly puts you in a situation to where temptation can be most effective and play a part in destroying your life or your life with that person. So tell somebody about the episode. To subscribe to the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel on Roku Television. The Diva is on Access 21 Roku TV, Creo TV, Roku TV, as well as I got my own Roku channel, Diva Speaks Relationships. This particular, uh, this coming Friday night, a brand new uh, show airs on Access 21, and a brand new talk show airs on the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel. How to know when you're late it's time to let go. And during that particular show, I chase it with how that breakup could have been your major blessing. Yeah, we talk about it. So, I want you to stay blessed. I want you to think about things and consequences. Count the cost, honey. Make sure you're willing to risk it all and be ready to give it up. If you fully engage and indulge and give in to your temptation, have a wonderful rest of your week. You've been listening to the Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast, the hottest grown and sexy relation conversation piece out of the Queen City, hosted by the Diva and Gayla Porto Real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Follow us on Instagram at divaspeaks underscore official. Let's stay connected.